You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It is 22 minutes after 3 o'clock in conversation next with Dr. Una Tisonwabilehenama, a lecturer at the Free State Central University of Technology. In its bid to ensure that tourists coming to South Africa feel safe this coming festive season, the Department of Tourism has put forward a number of initiatives that will see them setting up tourism safety awareness programs in collaboration with the police as well as provincial authorities. The programs will give tips on how to stay safe, but how to stay safe but will this be enough to attract more tourists? Dr. Henama now joining us on the line. Good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. I just quickly want to start off here though. So following that incident where the German tourist was murdered, what do you make of the state's response to it? I, I, I obviously appreciate the response of the state. Uh, the Minister of Tourism and the Minister of Police being present, reaffirming that crime does not happen everywhere reaffirming that South Africa is still a preferred tourism destination on all efforts will be put on deck to ensure that those who are responsible for those gruesome crime and murder are brought to book. Mm. Then how do you balance that for an audience that says, why would you prioritize the murder of an individual? But of course, this is not just any individual. It is it is a tourist year that we that we are speaking that we are speaking of. And also the remarks that the minister had made that South Africa is safe. You know, Eldrin, let's be honest. If the cities and towns are good enough and safe for the locals, then the tourists naturally become safe. So the locals in South Africa who are saying, we have a concern that you're prioritizing tourism safety, I am fully in agreement with them. But remember, Eldrin, we have to obviously still protect the sector while trying to increase safety and security uh, um, things for our local people and also for our foreign visitors. But Eldrin, let's be honest, without these tourists, how the people of Mpumalang are going to survive? So that is obviously, it's one of those muddy waters that obviously is to face the country. And then also, uh, then the impact of, for instance, um, German newspapers flashing all over their front pages, the murder of uh, this plus 60-year-old um, in the country while, um, while, while visiting the country. What does that then do to the psyche of international visitors who had planned to come in to visit the country? I think, uh, Eldrin, the German, the German population is quite an experienced uh, population when it comes to traveling. I think what's going to happen is that there might be a decline in, in people self-driving themselves to these uh, uh, places. But I think there might possibly be an increase in people saying, let me rather come on a tour bus where there's more safety, where there's an advanced team that drives with these tourists whenever they go to destinations. So there might be a slight decline in people who are saying, I'll self-drive my car within South Africa, and other people become that. It's more, it's more uncertain to be an independent traveler. Let me rather you do this as, a, as part of a tour group. Obviously, this is the same reality experience in Soviet that people would rather come as part of a tour group instead of coming yeah. as, 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 as independent travelers. And, and that's nothing new because even when you travel on, on the continent, for instance, if you go to the DRC and so forth, while there are these um, the pockets of instability that happens in the country or even if the country is being said to be a wanton country which is still open to international visitors, including people who are visiting because they're doing business in the country, is that there are those safety tips that are being given. Yes, just like in any city, you know. I mean, Chicago is an important tourism destination, but people who say, do not go to these areas, do not go to these areas. What is quite unfortunate about this one is that 
uh, I do not expect an, an area like Bumalaga to have such um, targeting forest, considering that it is the lifeblood of, of, of the province. But I think uh, when I went to Trip Advisor immediately after this incident happened, it's, there was so much information that please avoid that, you know, a gate of Kruger National Park. Even for the locals, the locals also say we also feel unsafe here because there are people targeting us. So obviously, government must obviously increase policing on that to protect this tourism route, but also ensure that uh, the protection is also extended to the locals. Because remember, the locals are the ones who have information that the culprits are the following. Yeah. Now, what's your take on some of these safety measures? You just mentioned the Numba Gate, and we see that the department is saying that they are considering closing it down. No, 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 no. The normal gate will not be closed down. Remember, the minister just said the Ministry of, of Environmental Affairs is the one responsible for it, but they are not saying it must be closed. But obviously, additional measures must be put in place. I think Chifua Chivengo of the Tourism Business Council has indicated that they're going to put in additional security, possibly even cameras, just to increase the safety around that area. And remember, as we increase the safety, the dividend of safety becomes those of the, of the locals and also for the tourists and also makes law enforcement and crime prevention much more easier. Yeah. And then speak to us about the other safety measures. Um, the other safety measures are about information. Obviously, that will always be important, uh, Eldrin. But again, Eldrin, let's increase our policy resources. I think that is much more important because visible policing has got an immediate impact in trying to prevent crime. Visible policing has an immediate impact. However, though, um, the Department of um, Police and Police Service will tell you that um, we don't have the money. That's that's very true, Andrew. That is very true. And I think the Tourism Business Council must therefore start to negotiate uh, uh, with the the Department of, 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 of Police and say, we will put the following money for policing resources around this area. Mm. And then we start, we start to pilot a tourism police in South Africa, funded primarily by the tourism industry. Yeah, because even if you look at um, a conversation that we once had on the show as well in the city of Cape Town, especially the um, the city centre, where there's this um, almost like a public-private collaboration between the state mm-hmm. as well as um, private individuals, companies to be specific, that says that let's come together, let's put money together so that we ensure that there is visible security at least in the area. Uh- I mean, even Bramfontein around... Bramfontein, exactly, yeah. In you also see around uh, Arcadia in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. And also, Eldred, if you go to any rugby game, especially the Springbok game, if you see the coordination of policing by the police and private security, I'm telling you, it is something wonderful to see. Thank you so much for your time. That is Dr. Unati Sonwabilehenama, lecturer at the Free State Central University of Technology. Do you have any idea of how to um, create a sense of safety, especially for tourists who would be visiting the country? I know that the difficulty around that is also um, that as a South African, if you don't feel safe, how would a visitor who comes to visit the country then also feel safe or how do you expect that visitor to to feel safe but what sort of measures do you think we can put in place to ensure that there is that safety that not only tourists would benefit from but also locals would benefit from that as well 0614-104-107 your tweets at Aldrin St. Pierre our studio line is 086-000-2032